Welcome back to Imperfect Parenting, Miss Brittany. You and I again. <laughs> I feel like I was your school teacher. Too, I, a... I call you Miss Brittany sometimes. I don't know why. It's true. It's supposed to be endearing, mm. not school teacher. <laughs> Mr. Ben. I don't call you Mr. Ben. Yeah, ever. that's weird. No, let's not do that. All right. So, <laughs> Glad you welcome guys back. Hear that? <laughs> <laughs> when a married couple do a podcast <laughs> together, <laughs> so... always learning about each other. Um, Something like that. Let's start. With anything but that, uh, the the meme mm. this week. You ready? Mm-hmm. This one's this one's funny and so true. Um, it is a stone statue mm-hmm. of what we're going to call a father and a son. Yep. I think it's something different. And I'm sorry, I didn't actually have the uh, historical reference of what this actually is. I'm it's sure definitely it's made out of marble. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for finding the medium <laughs> and the uh, the cultural. Applicate, yeah, all right. It looks uh, mid-century. <laughs> <laughs> People are like, what are they talking about? You just have to go check it out. Mm-hmm. But really, what it is is the child in this marble statue has its hand in the father's mouth, almost up to its like yeah. elbow, esophagus. <laughs> With <laughs> I can measure well, and it says this: when your two-year-old insists on sharing this snack with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they shove their whole I want some of that. forearm in your mouth. Yeah. I actually, I mean, it was almost a two-year-old. I just recently, our friend, um, Leah and Brian, their daughter, who is coming up on two, mm-hmm. I was eating a cracker or chip, and we were sharing it. And then at the last bit, she wanted to give it to me and just went for it. And her all of her slobbery gross fingers were shoved in my mouth. And I just thought, you know, it's very different when it's not your own kid. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's what I walked away with thinking, I'm not going to share any more snacks with Lulu. Because <laughs> it was like, uh, this is a very different experience. But so kind, Lulu. Very yeah. kind of Thank you. Thank you, Lulu, for reminding me of those, those moments I used to have so uh, very long ago. So there we go. If you've had a toddler, you understand this. I think the hard part about that experience is you realize that it's not the chip that you're tasting. It's a lot <laughs> it's of everything other else. <laughs> Every odd place your hand has been. <laughs> why is it fuzzy? <laughs> <laughs> What's that smell? It's uh, so salty. <laughs> why is it fuzzy? <laughs> oh. So many things. Okay. Well, we're still talking Parents about. get it. Parents they do. It. They absolutely get it. And yep. I mean, uh, yeah, there's just so many. I always, um, I mean, there's so many things that have happened. I think I really hope that was a raisin. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we'll pray for you, two-year-old parents. Yes. I don't miss it, but we'll pray for you. Okay. We are talking still about kind of boundaries and different aspects of it. I think... Uh, Two different places I want to start. Okay. So let's start with one. I'll follow your lead. I think the first place is probably getting your heart right first. Mm. So so understanding how to how to do a good job with you so you can set a helpful, healthy boundary. Because if you're having a hard time, even with the greatest intentions, mm-hmm. it, it may not come across the way you're hoping. So it turns into punishment. It turns into punishment. It 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 turns into let's just get this done rather than let's actually be in this moment and learn something together. Let's mm-hmm. let's actually have this teach us something rather than just trying to rush the process. That makes me think about something that just happened with Adeline. 
So um, she's been looking for these shoes since before Christmas. Fancy shoes. Fancy. This girl loves shoes. Well, that's what the world tells us. They're really fancy. She has a shoe wall. It's awesome. It is really cool. We love this about her. We do. It's great. Um, So she's one of these shoes. I think they're called pandas. No. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. They probably have like four names. <laughs> they're Nikes. Low. Nike Dunk Low. Okay. Well, you sound real cool when you Nike Dunk Low. Now, actually, I just said Nike. For all my Aussies out there, <laughs> it's Nike. Now, the e does not. I don't know why we changed the name of a company that's not ours, but that's we always said Nike in Australia. This is not shocking. But Moving on. Whatever they're called. Yep. Pandas, Nike Low, Kicks, Dunks, expensive shoes. That's... Period. Um, <laughs> so she, point. she she got she asked for them for Christmas. Mimi couldn't get them, mm-hmm. so Mimi got her a gift card. And a couple days ago, Adeline stayed up till midnight because they were going to release another batch of them. I don't, I don't. Nike, I'm kind of mad at Nike. I know. Yeah. There's only three in the world for the next twenty four hours. It feels like yeah. I just, it's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. It feels ridiculous. But they don't care about that. I don't. I don't understand it. Clearly, someone should have to. Educa- well, actually, I don't want to be educated, so don't bother. So, <laughs> Someone's going to call. No, you can't. I won't probably listen. <laughs> Regardless, is she stays up till midnight, only to find out they're not going to release until like 7 in the morning. So then she sets her alarm. She sleeps through it because mm-hmm. she stayed up late. Heartbroken. She's so bummed. Totally. She's, I mean, she's trying. She's trying. I, and I'm like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. I'm being an engaged parent. I'm trying to help on something I don't really care about. But... She decided she's going to go to this uh, resale type of place. They're probably the reason why that she can't get them. So maybe I should be out with them. I don't know. Whatever. It's lost cause. So you take her there. Off to church. Mm-hmm. It's raining. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you tell this part. Yeah. I, I said I would take her. And um, so we, we get there. It's pouring rain. And she's mm-hmm. she's so excited. <laughs> I her, wasn't there. So she's I... not thinking Straight. Clearly. <laughs> oh, clearly. She's, where's the shoes? Where's the shoes? Where's the shoes? Do they fit? How they look? Yeah. I mean, so excited. So we get in there and it's, you know, just to paint the picture real quick, it's very mi- minimal shoes in the store. Every shoe on the, the there's this one shoe on the rack that you, on, on the wall you can see. Is it like vacuum sealed in plastic? Absolutely. Every shoe is vacuum sealed <laughs> in plastic. I don't get this. I was like, wow, where am I? <laughs> I'm not cold enough to be in this room, in this store. I mean, the, we some, don't dress cool enough. To some be guys, and they're talking about, you know, I just bought two Rolexes yesterday, and I'm buying these shoes now. And I'm like, where am I? So I'm with Adeline. She's cool enough. I'm not cool She's enough. She's probably going to be buying Rolexes. <laughs> probably. So we kind of go through the process, and she, and then she tries it on, fits great. The guy says she's try, trying the other one as well, fits great. So then she says, how much are these? And it's a little bit more than we thought they were going to be. Well, it's a hundred percent more than what's on. The Nike website. Yeah. Oh, wow. And she looks at me and I said, okay. So actually we have access to her account and mm-hmm. she has, our, has a little practice debit card and mm-hmm. I pull it up and I show her. So she has some cash and she has this, this much money in her account. And a Nike card that does nothing at the store. Yep. And I said, all right, well, here you go. What do you want to do? I'm going to get him. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I... If you know Adeline, yes. she... Is very cautious about she her spending. Very, um, very cautious. She always has been, and and so, and she, she's very generous too. So she's probably very overly generous at birthdays and Christmas, which dwindled her account. Yeah. Um. And, and then other than that, she's very frugal. Yeah. She does do a good job, 
she's been so excited, so anticipating, and she finally has her hands on these shoes. She's like, I have to get them. Yes. So she purchased them. She's so excited. The first step outside the store, she looks at me and goes, I shouldn't have done that. Oh. And she's now starting to cry. Oh. oh, honey. Oh, no. And she's crying. It's raining. And she's crying. It's raining. <laughs> it's a scene from a movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she's just kind of carrying in the bag like, what have I done? <laughs> she's feeling the weight. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to like wearing these. And there's a conference coming up. And she's been excited. She wants to wear these at the conference. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Okay. Well, I think my first question was, I mean, this just happened. Yeah. I said, what'd you learn? Mm -hmm. Like in the last 10 seconds, (laughs) (laughs) which is really probably is, what are you learning? Mm -hmm. Because there's an opportunity. She's 13 years old. Mm -hmm. There's an opportunity for her to learn something here that she probably wouldn't get if we sat her down and said, all right, you ready? I have a three-point sermon I've prepared. (laughs) I'm going to teach you something. Yeah. She may not get it, but this moment right here is really teachable if she'll let it be. Mm-hmm. It's probably a 25-minute drive home. She cried the whole way. Yeah. She's just living in regret. She's like, oh, I feel like I made a poor choice. Mm-hmm. We're talking about it a little bit. and Well, honey, I, I don't want you to wear these shoes and be disappointed every time. So you have to figure out what to do with that. But mm-hmm. there's a great opportunity to learn something here. And she goes, have you ever done this before? I said, oh, yes. <laughs> Make a poor choice. Have you ever have you just spent my money said. <laughs> that you didn't really have or you, didn't, you wish you didn't spend that money? I told her a story about a, a cruise that we tried to get one time. We mm-hmm. were just married and it looks really pretty, really shiny. Oh, the salesperson did oh, an excellent gosh. job. Props to you. We lost a couple thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. And never thousand went dollars. on the cruise. For a newly married couple, never went on the cruise. <laughs> So we don't like Florida anymore. I'm kidding. It's not true. We just <laughs> we never made it to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have to get to Florida? So it was it was painful. By tomorrow. So I'm, I'm telling her that story and I'm mm-hmm. like, absolutely, honey. And we learned some valuable lessons. Yeah. And you're 13. We were 20-something. If that. Well, I was being generous. I think we just had one child. So. Yeah. So, you know, she goes through the process and she's the girl that needs to go process in her room. Mm-hmm. So she goes up to her room for a while and... She first got home. She was really afraid that you're going to be disappointed with her, mm-hmm. which which wasn't your response at all. But she's just, I don't want to disappoint these people that are so special to me. I think she was disappointed in herself. She was. With her lack of, uh, she's been really great at, at what the boundary was with her finances and, um, you know, just kind of not getting caught up in the emotional swirl of things. And... Um, and then she violated her own boundary and then instantly was experiencing the consequences of it, yeah. which I think led to, I think you're going to have the same st- standard for me yeah. as I have for me, right. myself. And um, so when she came in and I, she, <laughs> this is Adeline, she reminds me of my brother Taylor. She laid face down in the couch and just cried and I had to literally peel her <laughs> off of the couch and then I held her as if she Wrestle was an, cuddle. an, an yeah. infant in my arms and I just looked at her and I said, oh honey, I love you so much. It's going to be okay. Yep. And then she sat down next to me and I said, so what happened? And she, Her first thing she said to me was, I should have asked better questions. Beautiful. I said, you should ask better questions. And she's like, I should have asked better questions. I said, did you ask if they take your Nike card? She goes, no, I, I should have asked better questions. And I said, yeah, well, they're going to look great. And I bet you learned a lot. Yep. And, and so, I mean, for me, it was, 
I didn't have to do any teaching on finances. I didn't need to set a boundary with her of any of these things because she is used to, we're going to let you feel all the weight of this. We're not here to punish you. We're here to empower you. You're walking in ownership of your own life, which is so much of being okay with when you violate a boundary. Like I could have totally lectured in or try to, you could have tried to talk her out of it. Like that's the other thing that I could see happening, especially with $200, 200 almost $300 for these shoes. Oh my goodness, Adeline. And, um, you know, again, I just love the beauty of we're okay with, you know, Adeline had her own boundary. She violated it and nobody had to punish her for it. And the, the pressure and the weight that she's feeling of personal responsibility, even on on the other side of this, you know, Mm -hmm. part of our conversation was there's other ways for you to make money. You actually have opportunity in your life as a 13 year old to make money if you choose to. Yeah. So there, there's other ways to get this back. You could sell the shoes if you'd like. Mm-hmm. There's lots of choices you have, but this is your weight and, and the pressure mm-hmm. that's going to produce something beautiful if you let it. Yeah. I think sometimes with parents with the boundaries piece is that we all often will take on a child's problem yes. and feel like they're violating a boundary when really it's the child's problem, but we're letting ourselves get frustrated in. Yeah. So I think this was a great place of navigating, oh, this is not my problem to fix. This is not mine to own. I could be frustrated that I feel like she's wasting her money or that she wasn't thinking clearly or that she was being emotional about it. I could take on all of that, but then I end up frustrated yeah. and potentially disconnected because I tried to manage something that was never mind. And if I'm being honest here, I haven't told Adeline this yet, but I'll tell, I'll tell the podcast. Okay. Is, you know, I, I felt that in the first moment when this first happened, I'm thinking, did I not manage or, or should I have managed her more? Mm-hmm. And quickly, quickly I got to, no, this is this is her learning opportunity and this mm-hmm. was her money that she she had made herself and she's earned, yeah. She's earned. And so there, there's a, a lesson that I would have been actually robbing her of. Mm-hmm. So it's just a just a beautiful beautiful illustration of our our little princess learning a great and valuable lesson. Yeah. And and practicing that shared control and practicing our ability to, you know, let her experience consequences. And, you know, there was no, there was nothing on our end. You know, I, I think the biggest expense that you gave was probably your time and resource for her. But, um, she walked away with learning yep. and, and you didn't jump in to create a boundary so that she wouldn't get hurt or she wouldn't waste her money. Um, and I think that's, that's the other part of boundaries is knowing, Oh, this, I don't need to put a fence there. Mm-hmm. I actually, I need, I need to, I need her to experience this one. Cause I, I mean, need to bump into it. Yeah. I, I think she needs to like, Oh, there's a wall there. <laughs> when did the wall get here? Like, well, I didn't put it there. Yeah. But you found it. Yeah. Because this is a beautiful lesson and a boundary of like, if I waste all of my money on something that is like this, oh, I got a cell phone bill to pay. Oh, I have a rent to pay. I mean, these are really great things for her to tie onto right now versus when she's in those moments. Exactly. Hey, it's Brittany here. I'm normally on the Kylo show, yes, but I wrote a book. I wrote a book for parents, but I talk a lot about moms. So if you're listening to this and you're a mom 
who's frustrated, who feels like you're failing, who feels hopeless in this game of parenting that we're in, I want to invite you to read my book. It comes out Mother's Day this year, and I picked that day on purpose because I know that church is attended the most on Mother's Day, and I've met with so many moms out there that want to do this well, and so do I, which is why I wrote this book. I know that connection is the goal, and perfection just gets in the way. So if that's you, Mom, buy yourself this gift on Mother's Day. It's going to be worth it. So I hope that you feel blessed and encouraged by my new book, Imperfect Parenting. You can find it at imperfectparenting.co. So just in continuing this conversation about boundaries, I think just some quick reminders for parents at different ages. Some of these even work with adults. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of my favorite tools that changed my life as a parent, changed my parenting, was the one-liners. I think it's one of the one of the quickest tools to grab when, when you need to set a boundary or or protect something when your child will just not stop. Sure. So can they're, you go through them real quick? They're bombarding We, we both you. know them. Yes, we do. It, love and logic, one-liners that we love. I know, probably so. That could be, I don't know. Nice try. And... um you know, I, it is, it's usually in the moments, not so much in Adeline's situation, but, um, you know, where they, I want to play my switch when you said, we're not doing that today. Yep. You know, like I told Lincoln as we left the house today, hey, it's a beautiful day finally. It's been raining for weeks on end and it's finally saying like, no switch today. No, mm-hmm. I've had none of that. Go outside. And if he were to push back on me with a bunch of things, I probably would be, communicating with one-liners that this isn't really up for debate. Um, I don't care what you do with your time. Just can't include these things. But it is hard to to not let yourself fall trap into, oh, I'm now overwhelmed, frustrated with this child because I feel like I'm repeating myself over and over why you can't lecturing, explaining a million reasons why, da, 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 da. All I would have said is, hey, it's a beautiful day. Love for you to be outside or doing something outside of your devices. All right? Okay, love you. That's that's my instructions. Yep. But again, the, the fight when they just keep on pushing. And, and, and this really is the practice of boundaries with empathy. Mm-hmm. That's what we're looking for. So just a reminder, I know, probably so, that could be nice try. I don't know. Yep. I can do that all day long if my child decides that they want to argue about everything mm-hmm. under the sun. Yeah, the, the, I have a tool for that. The biggest thing is these one-liners are meant to manage you yep. as a parent. Right. And keeping you in a state of I'm not going to take the bait yep. to engage in a disrespect war or That's power it. struggle. That's it. So those are super helpful um, and definitely worth practicing. If you don't know them or can't remember them, I put them on post-it notes and put them in your your car, on the fridge, in your bathroom. Mirror, yep. All the places where your children might, might be following you, pleading for something different. <laughs> it's true. It's Good. definitely what they do. So, should we do a question? Let's do a quick question, yeah. Want me to read it? Sure. How do you deal with major disappointments and the big emotions that come from that? My eight-year-old will build up her expectation on something happening, and then if it can't happen, she's in tears and can have a bad mood for the rest of the day. How do you keep connection going, but also let her lovingly know 
She's affecting the whole atmosphere of the house. Well, it's also boundaries. Like it sounds like Adeline. <laughs> this is what Adeline used to do when she was little, not quite eight. I mean, probably was in there when she was eight, but you know, she's a slow adjuster. Mm-hmm. And so that might be part of the case that's happening here is knowing that this kid has a hard time adjusting to change. Um, Lincoln's a slow adjuster too. I, I think I've noticed, um, Lainey's, I think her strength finders adaptability is in her top five, so she can roll with it. Where Adeline and Lincoln, I think, struggle a little bit more. Yep. So know your kid on that. And if you have to adjust, I would lean in some compassion and empathy with that. But if if they're just used to getting their way, mm-hmm. uh, that's a different story. Uh, but I would say uh, the, hey, I know you're frustrated. I know you're disappointed. I I'm not having any fun with the way that you're treating me or the way you're handling it. So I'm happy to give you a hug. I'm happy to pray with you. I'm happy to do whatever you need that I can be for you emotionally. But I need the disrespect to disappear. And if you can't, you're going to have to go somewhere until it can and it's not the that's the message that I can't handle your big emotions. It's the I will not tolerate your disrespect. Yep. That's the difference. So um, this is this is probably why I pushed on gentle parenting. Yep. Just, think, just thinking that here, my heart <laughs> is I think that there's been confusion around big emotions and disrespect. Um, I think that they are calling them the same thing. In in my personal experience. In some of the videos I've watched, if you know the difference between big emotions and disrespect, how to soothe and comfort big emotions, but maintain a boundary for mm-hmm. respect, wonderful. Yep. That's what we're going after. If you have confused them as the same thing, I think you're doing it incorrectly, and you are probably not setting the boundaries that you need to. So... That's the only reason why I poke at gentle parenting is that 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 piece right there is where the confusion lands, is that uh, big emotions that turn into super disrespectful exchanges are where are you setting a boundary and how is your child learning that that behavior is unacceptable for any relationship that they have. It's not that if they learn that it's acceptable here, they're going to reproduce it in every relationship until nobody wants to be around them. And then they don't have any friends on the playground because their big emotions are disrespectful. And what actually begins to happen if that's not addressed is the big emotion becomes a tool of manipulation. Mm-hmm. I can actually manipulate you with my big emotion. It's mm-hmm. there, but I know how to I know how to wield this in a way. Which my, my other point with this specific question right here about the mother, you know, plans changed. I think something I have to deal with occasionally with the kids is I have to actually deal with my guilt. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't happen the way I, we wanted it to. Sure. Even I, you know, I was excited as well. And it didn't happen. Yeah. So even getting rid of the guilt and not partnering with that, because if I'm coming from a place of guilt, I'm probably going to let you be disrespectful and manip- manipulate me because I'm already down on myself. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to set a clear boundary when I'm already kind of halfway there. Yeah. That's the difference between the two of us. You know, you probably <laughs> felt that shame or guilt and so you would uh entertain yes. disrespect i would ex- i would be frustrated that it didn't happen or whatever but then when the disrespect come 
I would meet it with disrespect. Yes. With my anger. Yes. Those are the two outcomes that are self awareness. Self awareness. Unhealthy. Self awareness. Self awareness. <laughs> yes. Awesome. awesome. I love when we do that together. <laughs> Just kidding. That was weird. All right. This is how we're gonna end. Saying awesome at the same time. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, hopefully you're having fun with the two of us. Brittany, Um, you're funny. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for joining us. 